They crashed the market today. They're claiming it's because of fears of a second wave. But if you go and you look at Coinbase and take a look at the charts, go look right now. Well, maybe not right now, depending on when you're listening to this. You can see the flow chart. Every single cryptocurrency has the exact shape, exact graph. They are interchangeable. What I observed was that at 10 o'clock this morning, they all simultaneously dropped. Now, one could argue that maybe there was a stop loss put in place to sell the crypto if the coins dropped, you know, past a certain price point or past a certain percentage. That would be a false argument or not a very good argument because once again, all of the stocks, not the stocks, all of the crypto dropped at exactly the same time at 10 a.m. this morning, regardless of the percentage of loss, regardless of the amount that it was at, you know, the cost of the coin at the time, all cryptocurrency. And I know this. I know this because I have alerts set on my phone for Coinbase and literally exactly at 10 o'clock, I got hit with notification after notification after notification saying this coin has dropped 10%, this coin has dropped 8%, etc. That's not how a market, whether a coin market or a stock market is supposed to operate. Doesn't make any sense. It wasn't individuals like you and I doing it. It was institutions and it was predetermined and executed at the exact same time. The idea is to or I should say was to frighten and scare the masses, retailers, squeeze them out of cash, right? Cause a loss, cause them to panic and sell. And then they could turn around and buy. Which is exactly what happened. If you go and you look on these charts, you check out the candles right after everything dropped and it was a huge red candle like literally the very next moment everything went green a huge buy candle once again normal people don't behave like that if they're quote reacting to concerns of the coronavirus in a second wave, right? Why would you sell a bunch of shit and then turn around and buy it like five seconds later if you're genuinely afraid? It was a sell-off. It was an orchestrated sell-off. It was meant to, one, take profit simultaneously while forcing retailers to dump their, their coins and their stocks, and I'll get to the stock market after this point, um, 
and fear and panic. And so all of these notifications that we all got at the same time, if you are watching, you know, the market or if you are investing in coins, was meant to prompt and provoke reactions because we all have cell phones. Most of us are addicted to the cell phones. It's very hard to find a person who doesn't have a smartphone and we have all been conditioned to react to notifications from our phone. And that's why they vibrate or they make a noise or it's like a Pavlovian response. You hear the noise, it's a trigger to respond and to react. They know what they're doing. That's evident. You download Coinbase and you'll look, at, look for yourself today, um, Thursday, uh, June, I think is the, I don't even know what today's date is, but it's Thursday. You'll see when it came out. Um, and go look for yourself. You'll see the charts are damn near identical. These are supposedly different companies. And crypto is supposedly supposed to be the Wild West, right? Not controlled by any t- any organization or any institution. Um, but I think those days are long gone. The same thing happened to the stock market, but not as badly because the stock market is actually more regulated than crypto. I know people have been programmed, particularly the younger generation, to believe that, you know, crypto is like the next thing. And I'm and I'm not raging against that or speaking out against people's beliefs in that. I'm just saying what I saw today, and you can go and see for yourself, it was just clear evidence that crypto is more controlled than the stock market. That said, now let's move to the stock market. So over the past week and a half, we have had riots across the country and across the world in the midst of what was supposed to be a pandemic. And the stock market did not budge an inch. I'm telling you, not one inch. In fact, it ramped up. And the newspapers put out lies. Let's just call call it what they are. They're lies. They are paid lies. Trying to convince the, the public because we've been programmed to just blindly believe news articles in the media. Like the media is incapable of telling a fucking lie. If human beings can lie, the people who are writing the articles can also lie. And if a company or corporation such as the news media makes a living basically swaying the populace, people are going to pay money to said corporation to sway the populace. An outright lie, whether it's a lie of omission or just a straight out lie. So we had riots, we had looting, we had protests across the fucking world. And we were all collectively looking at the stock market and looking at ourselves saying, wait, what the fuck happened to Corona? Right? Like we're supposed to be afraid of this virus. We shut down our whole lives and people don't care. We don't care. Is this done? Right. But the markets kept raging and markets kept raging. And that should have been your hint that that should have been your first hint that something isn't right. Because what we were programmed to think is that the market responds to the news. 
But then in the midst of everything, the pundits try to turn around and say, well, actually, historically, the market doesn't really care about the news. That doesn't really care about bad news. The market is unemotional. That's just an outright lie. That's just an outright fucking lie. Which obviously was disproven today. But I'll get back to that. Last week, Thursday, I believe, they also put out a an optimistic and false, outright false job report saying that um, the unemployment rate was lower than it actually was. And so they shot that out first, but never corrected it in as public a way as they initially told the lie. So it ended up being that the the unemployment rates are actually much higher than was presented, but they straight out lied because of the fact that they knew that if they put out a higher number than average, it would affect the the stock market, or at least it sh- it would be understood by the general public that such negative numbers should drop the stock market. And so they just outright lied and then they quietly corrected it but not in a way where the the average person knew what the actual market was. And they did that so that they could pump the market. It's called a pump and dump. Pump the markets, utilize these institutions, utilize and paid the news agencies to pump up stories, pump up stories about the stock market not caring, about, you know, Tesla, about, Basically anything positive to pump up the story. And the market just kept going up. And we were ignoring everything that that basically was screaming, this isn't normal. This isn't normal. And the market kept going up. Why? Because I believe that there was a planned crash for today. And it's going to be in my opinion, not the last time that this is going to happen. So I believe there was a planned crash. But to make sure that a lot of these corporations who are in the league with the people, with the institutions, with the billionaires, don't have to take too hard of a hit on their stock prices. They pumped it up so that when the rest of us saw that red, it didn't hurt the corporations badly. First of all, the corporations, the valuations of their company are like way overpriced, right? People are paying way too much for, for stocks of a lot of these companies. A lot of these companies are trading at multiples of like 125. I saw one for 1,200, right? People are just buying stock, stocks and investing in stocks without really understanding the financials of the company. Yeah, but they pumped it to the point where when the drop happened, it would, it, it would, it would drop to a certain baseline, but not get lower. So they wouldn't get hurt because this crash wasn't meant to hurt them. It was meant to hurt the rest of us. It wasn't meant to hurt the bourgeois, the haves. It was meant to hurt 
the have-nots. You see, while we're busy fighting each other and saying, oh, you're a Democrat, you're a liberal, you're a conservative, you're a Republican, you're black, you're white, you're Mexican, you're Asian, these motherfuckers don't give a fuck. These motherfuckers don't give a fuck. It, if you speak to them, if you watch and you observe the way they operate, it is a war, a battle, a power struggle, whatever you want to call it. I don't even know if you can call it a war because in order for it to be a war, people need to be aware that there is a war. And people who should be united and working together to combat these sort of things are busy fighting a person because of the color of their skin while these billionaires and multimillionaires are literally robbing them blind. I I can't even imagine... I mean, I, we're not going to know the amount of people. I can't guess how many people panicked and sold today. And trust, I was tempted to. I was tempted to accept. I knew that when I went to go look, for example, I went and they were saying Dow was down 1,500 points. But when I looked to see the companies, you know, the big companies like that were owned by billionaires, you know, like the Amazons, I, I looked to see if I could find like, okay, where is this 1,500 points coming from? It wasn't the major, major companies. It was like Amazon went down, but it only went down to basically the level that it was before the pump happened. So the people who were responsible for the pumping basically just made a shit ton of money and then rolled shit back to a week ago without hurting the actual companies. There's a game being played here. And so when I saw, I can't even, like, I thought, oh, shit. Oh, okay, this is a real crash. Let me hop on to see if I can buy Amazon, you know, at a discount. I looked, I was like, this is not a damn discount. It's a game. So I saw that Amazon wasn't really bothered. And I saw that even GE, which has been the media starling, only dropped down to the levels, like I said, of last week's level. This is all verifiable. Go and look for yourself. So the companies who pumped up all these stocks then simultaneously dumped the stocks collected their gain, and then they blamed it on, they blamed this, quote, crash on fears of a second wave. Y'all motherfuckers weren't afraid of a second wave when people were really literally protesting two inches in front of each other, marching in large groups and touching and holding hands. So no concerns then, because if the stock market was as reactive to news as we've been programmed to believe this should have happened last week and it didn't the what you learn the way you learn about this world is you don't pay attention to things that happen the way you think they're supposed to you pay attention to the you pay attention to the anomalies
And today was a market anomaly, at least to the average observer. But if you look closely and pay attention, this shit's been going on. They didn't just invent this. I'm calling it to your awareness. And the reason why they knew that regular people, at least they hope, would dump their stock and take the loss is because we're all programmed to be emotionally reactive. They scared the fuck out of everybody with the coronavirus and said, don't go home. And nobody went home. You know, people, the few who said, like, I've got to make a living and try to keep their businesses open couldn't because nobody would patronize their businesses or very few people could patronize their business. So they had to temporarily shut her, shut down. And they said, everybody go and wear masks. So if you don't wear a mask, you know, you'll be fined. You know, that's fear again. If you don't get wear a mask, you get sick. That's fear. So they triggered an emotional reaction, used fear, and then we all ran and got masks. So they know that the media is effective. And companies, corporations, media conglomerates, that's what they're selling. You are the fucking product. You've heard that story. If it's free, you're the product. If it's free, you're the product. So Facebook, Instagram, you're the product. The news, newspapers, you're the product. And what they're trying to produce in you is an emotional reaction that benefits the individuals that are paying you, paying them rather, to get you to react. And they're very good at it. So when I say get off social media and I say stop consuming the news, I guess what I'm more or less saying is, one, aren't you fucking tired of people pulling your strings? You know, they would try to mystify it and say it's a secret organization or they want you to be afraid and say, oh, it's Illuminati. It's not fucking Illuminati. It's a bunch of rich people who don't have to work. They have a bunch of money and they like having power and they like getting more money. And they get off on controlling the masses, on staring the construct to where to the realities that they want to experience. They get off on hijacking our collective consciousness and controlling millions, if not billions of people. Power is an aphrodisiac. When you have a billion dollars, fuck, when you have millions of dollars, think about really what, what you can buy with once you have, let's, let's say you get $10 million. Okay, that's just million. What, you, what are you going to do first? You're going to pay off all your bills. None of us have $10 billion, uh, a million dollars worth of bills. For the most, I think, average person, even if they have like insane amounts of student loans, let's say, let's just say like 200 grand with, if you're a medical student. But for the most part, the average person has average debt of about $50,000. And I'm, I'm being like, you know, I'm being very generous there. So you pay off your your debt. You pay off a credit card. You might buy a house. And depending on where you live, it's not going to be, I mean, unless you're just trying to be extra. You could put down, if you want to be really fancy, you could put down a million or two on a, you know, a nice house somewhere. And then that's done. You can buy a nice car. You can buy a nice furniture. 
let's say you just max your shit out like you're the Sims and you're using the rosebud cheat code, right? <laughs> like after it's all said and done, you're still going to be sitting on millions of dollars still. Now, that's just $10 million. Now, imagine if you had a thousand million dollars. You you would have already you, you would have maxed out on all the things that you could buy right at 10 million. You bought the house, you bought the car, you bought the food, you got the restaurants, you've done the traveling, you've maybe bought a private jet, you know, or I don't know how much private jets are, but you definitely could rent one, charter a private jet, travel anywhere you want to go. Once you got all of that done, you're gonna be like, what what's next? Next now what? It's not like you can go to work, you got money you're basically a person with a cheat code. You're a game player now with the cheat code. So you start doing shit that most people with cheat codes do once they've done everything that they were working hard to achieve before they use the cheat code. They start fucking with the construct. They start trying to manipulate people in the game. Um, They start like... trying to figure out how they can affect people, control people, because that's what it becomes more, quote unquote, exciting, more, quote unquote, fun. And they keep ramping and they'll keep ramping it up and ramping it up and ramping it up until they fucking die. That's it. That's really their, their, their limitation. We've seen this happen. We're seeing it happen now. While the average person is fighting over the things that we've been programmed by them to fight over, they're pulling strings like puppeteers because somehow we gave them that power. We, we decided collectively that having the ability to buy more shit than another person makes you special. Sitting on billions of dollars that you can't possibly spend in 10 lifetimes makes you somehow superior to the rest of us. A black person didn't just gank your money from the stock market, okay? More than likely, it was a white person because these are the people, as we've seen, Given the nature of institutionalized racism, it's more than likely a white person that just robbed you of your 401k, the value of your 401k today. And they didn't didn't break the rules. I mean, they're above the law, but they they definitely didn't break any, any laws. They did it fair and square. So you're calling, you know, a person, an average, you know, like a person of color, a thief, or somebody dies because he's trying to, they said he, they claimed that he was trying to counterfeit $20. Meanwhile, they just okie doked your entire fucking retirement. And it's not the first time they've done it. It won't be the last. Okie doked thousands of people, millions of people in a very sophisticated stick up. Because the stick-up works in, this, in the same way, right? You give people fear. Give me all your money. 
Put your hands up. So there's a fear. Sell all your shares. Coronavirus. And you're looking and you're looking and then boom. Notification. Boom. Notification. Boom. Notification. Phone's vibrating. Phone's vibrating. Trigger. 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 Become emotional, right? You've been programmed. You've been primed. Then you go look and it's red, red, red. And then the ticker, it's all the horrible shit. (laughs) Second wave. Niggas are dying. People are this. This is happening. Okay, but this has all been happening this whole fucking time. Why are you guys now just talking about it? Because they want you to react. They want you to react. They want you to be emotional. Because if you are reacting... It is because of the action that was pre-calculated before you even had an opportunity. So they thought of the action while they were logical and rational that was going to cause you to behave emotionally and irrationally. And no, I didn't sell. <laughs> Look, the rules to investing are simple. Buy low, sell high. That's it. And it seems like it's super complicated, but when you're dealing with all these, all these other factors, all this bullshit that we see happening, it's really, really, really hard in the scheme of things when you are being oversaturated by the media's assaults and they're telling you sell, 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 sell. So, cut your losses. Thankfully, I listen to my own podcast. And I know that majority of the things that we experience, majority of the things that we experience is not random. It's actually a plan. And so, if the big boys weren't taking their money out of Amazon... Right, Because Bezos needs his valuation to stay where it is so he can hold power. So if Amazon stock's still sitting pretty at $2,500 a share, which is just basically what it was a week ago, I'm not selling shit. I'll be worried when Amazon drops to like 1300 Stop getting triggered, guys. Speaking of planned events. I don't want to say this is a setup. What's about to happen to Trump. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But this dude decided that he was going to have, he's going to have his first rally after the coronavirus on Juneteenth. And if you don't know what Juneteenth is, Google it. Like, I, I used to say do your research, and I realized, like, you don't, maybe people just get perturbed by the word research because it reminds them of college. Okay, just go into Google or DuckDuckGo and type in whatever it is that you have questions about. Search. I prefer DuckDuckGo, but Google Juneteenth. It will tell you why it's fucked up that... He is choosing to have his rally 
in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which as you may or may not know, is the location of the Tulsa, Tulsa massacre, where basically a, a city of very prosperous African-Americans were brutalized by the, mil- by the American military for no reason, absolutely no, except for the fact that they were prospering. And he's choosing to do it on Juneteenth. That is not a coincidence. That is him saying, fuck back, fuck black lives and that whole movement. And it's, it's vindictive and it's cruel and it is very low and there's like, it's stupid of me to say that I'm, I'm surprised even after all of this, I, because I guess I am the, I am an eternal optimist. I've said this before. I've tried to more or less say, you know, th- this is what he is. I've tried to just make excuses mostly because one, I didn't want, I don't want to put hate in my heart and hate another individual Two, because I know that if you put anybody under the same circumstances of his upbringing, they would behave in the same way. So I've, I've, I've really tried to rationalize his behavior as much as I can, mostly just to stay sane and to vibrate at a particular level. Um, but that's intentional, what he's doing. And... <sighs> You can't even, he can't even twist it, right? He can't even, like, explain it away. That's that's not even a dog whistle anymore. It's just saying, it's saying what he's saying. So the rally should be interesting. Now, I watched the show The Watchmen on HBO, and... I don't know if I would say that that show is basically predicting what <laughs> predicting 2020 or showing what or basically exposing what they have planned for 2020 or you can make the argument that the creatives on the show you know, tapped into the Akashic field in order to produce something creatively. And it's a coincidence that a lot of the stuff that they depicted on the show is now happening, like in real life. Um, I'm going to let you guys form your own conclusions. Um, obviously, go watch the show and the whole thing. But it starts off with a visual representation of the bombing of Black Wall Street um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and the massacre of African-Americans in Tulsa. Now, I'm looking at all this play out, and I'm thinking one of two things. This could go in either direction, okay? All of his followers are going to show up there. And considering the fact that he has basically discouraged his base from wearing masks. They are all going to collectively gather 
in one place and they're not going to be wearing masks. Now, one of two things are going to happen. Either nothing happens to them, right? Because even with the protests, you know, one of the things that we did observe was that people who were protesting were wearing masks. But Trump has encouraged his, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking of a scene now uh, that happened towards the end of Watchmen, and I'm not going to spoil it, but um, let's just say it was a collection of white supremacists gathered together in one place, and uh, shit happened. Um, <laughs> and I'm just thinking, so clearly his supporters are going to gather in one place, and because he's encouraged them to not wear masks, I'm guessing they're going to show up to, and not wear masks because somehow wearing masks became politicized. And if you wore a mask, then you were a Democrat. And if you didn't wear a mask, then you were a, a Republican and a Trump supporter. And his, you know, his base believes in the power of hydroxychloroquine, which personally... I, from what I've read, it is an effective drug, but the side effects, because this is still a pharmaceutical drug, the side effects are not pleasant. And I have done episodes just about grape seed, grapefruit seed extract, not grape seed extract, but grapefruit seed extract and turmeric and ginger. Um, I think it's called GSE and anti-inflammatories, that episode. So go check that one out. I've already spoken on the whole coronavirus thing, so I don't want to like repeat myself. Now, back to what I'm saying. So it's going to go two ways, right? A bunch of his supporters are going to gather in one place and they may decide they're not going to wear a mask because, you know, fake news, the coronavirus is fake news. And we'll find out in two weeks if the coronavirus really is fake news if nothing happens to them. Or they're all going to gather together in one place in a closed space. And a lot of these people that tend to support him also tend to be poor and older. And looking at them, you know, these aren't people who are going to Whole Foods and, you know, doing CrossFit. Or maybe they are, actually, judging by the whole CrossFit um, situation that just happened. But anyway, these aren't like super healthy people, right? So they're going to be together in one in one place in one place rather. He's not going to. I don't see him. I could stand corrected, and I'm gonna you know this is not a prediction. I'm just thinking. Okay, this should be interesting, and they're going to be all collected in one place, right? And they're not going to be covered up, and then they're going to either infect each other or. And or be forced to medicate themselves with a hydro a hydroxychloroquine or whatever. And then we'll figure out a lot of truths. One, we'll figure out is this was this virus really as contagious as they said? Because you can't compare it to the protest. You cannot compare his rally, his upcoming rally to the protest, because one, the majority of people at the protests were were wearing masks. And two, the protests were happening outside. I, I don't know if his protest or if his rally is going to be happening indoors or or what. So it's just going to be interesting to see. 
to see how that all plays out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to speak more on it. I'm just thinking like a lot could happen there. And even him, like, so how is he going to interact with his followers? Like, are they gonna, is he gonna social distance? Because he said he doesn't believe in social distancing. And so he needs to show them that he's this tough guy who's not afraid of this virus, right? So he's clearly not going to wear masks, right? So he's going to be, I don't know if he shakes people's hands or how, how that works, but is he really going to actively put himself in <laughs> in a situation where he is essentially exposing himself to people who could potentially have this virus and what's going to come of that? Or is he going to say, well, yes, I'm going to expose myself to all these people knowing that some of them could have this virus and let's say the virus is as contagious as they want us to be you know, afraid of and that they say that it is. And then he takes the hydroxychloroquine, but he maybe takes too much. Um, considering that he's been saying he's been taking it this whole time, right? And then the side effects kick in. I'm not wishing anything on anybody. I'm just saying uh, this should be very interesting because it could go both ways. He could have his rally and nobody can get nobody gets sick and he doesn't get sick and he meets all these people and he shakes everybody's hands and nobody in his in his faction or whatever gets sick and then we all realize wow we just got like really deceived or the opposite happens and all of his um supporters get infected by you know coronavirus and then they all die which should also be interesting <laughs> to see at this point um to me i see it as a win-win uh <laughs> Is that dark? Yeah. But it's true, though. Like, think about it. Anyway, you guys. Remember what I said at the beginning of this episode. The media is not your friend. Okay? They're, not, they're not paid to inform you. They're paid to manipulate you. You got to just look at it like that. They are... You have been programmed to believe that their job is to inform you. But if you learned anything from free public education, <laughs> anything that you get is for free is because you are the product. And if anything is freely given by a corporation or by the government, it's because it's something that's meant as an indoctrination and a program um, to control you because they want you to behave in a particular way, right? Instagram is free because they want you addicted so they can sell your addiction to companies who want you to buy their shit. The media is free. You know, all of these celebrities are on social media for free, interacting with your comments for free because their influence is important so they they can sell their influence to advertisers, to agencies, to government agencies who want you to behave in a particular way. Um if something is free, you are the product. 
Stop letting these people manipulate you. Enough. See it for what it is. Look up and see everything that has been going on and really think deeply about the things that I said, particularly first half of this uh, podcast. It's so obvious now. It's so obvious now that it's not even funny anymore. Like they're getting so sloppy. The fact that all those currencies sold off at the exact same time, they told me that somebody was just being really lazy and really sloppy or they just didn't give a fuck. But maybe we should start giving a fuck. Stay safe.